My entitled sister is stealing money out of her daughter's pocket, all because her daughter is forced to use her mom's bank account just to get her own money. Things have gotten so bad that we're even considering legal advice to try and keep this from happening anymore. Here's what happened. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications. My sister has three kids, and her oldest is about 18 years old, and she moved out a few months ago and got her own place. The other two kids still live with my sister and her partner. My niece has been trying her best since she moved out. She had a partner and a job lined up, but everything went south very quickly. Her partner broke up with her, and she had a breakdown, and now she doesn't have a job, and she's feeling sick because of her depression. My niece has to use my sister's bank account to get her benefits paid into it, because she doesn't have the appropriate identification to open her own bank account, even though she gave my sister the money to buy her a provisional license about two years ago. But my sister never sent it off and instead spent the money on other things and never paid my niece back. Since my niece started getting her own money paid into my sister's account, the money has been going missing. My niece only gets a couple hundred dollars each month to live on and is already struggling. We try and help her as much as we can, but there's only so much we can do. But the other week, 50 more dollars went missing out of my niece's money, and my sister, when confronted about it, insisted that it was because my niece spent it. She said that it was dollars that she spent here and there, and that it adds up. We all know that's not the case, and that my sister stole it from her, but we can't prove it. Another situation involved my niece losing about $120 for my entitled sister, as she basically took it out of her account and has not given it back to her. It's getting to the point where I'm concerned considering seeking legal advice because this cannot continue. Yesterday, my niece got off a phone call with my sister and my sister was demanding that my niece owed her hundreds of dollars and that she wants it back as soon as possible in the form of a hundred or more dollars each time my niece gets paid. To top all of this off, my entitled sister and her partner have very well-paying jobs and easily get over two grand a month and yet they are taking as much as they can off of my niece and it's so unfair. And honestly, I just don't know what to do. I've told my niece to get her identification when she gets paid. And as soon as it comes in to just open up her own bank account, I've even offered my second bank account for her to use in the meantime. And I hope she uses it because my sister can't keep getting away with this. This whole situation is a big mess and I'm really not sure what to do. This is absolutely terrible. It's bad enough this young lady is dealing with the fact that she doesn't have a job and her depression is slowly taking over, but she also has a mother who's taking advantage of her. This lady is literally stealing money out of her pocket and taking it and using it for herself. All under the guise that she's using it here or there. I've run into people like this before and they will keep taking and keep taking until there's nothing left. And now as a cherry on top, this lady's trying to claim that her daughter owes her hundreds of dollars out of nowhere. It simply doesn't make any sense, especially with the fact that they're already stealing money right from out of this teenager's pockets. And it's not like they don't have any money. They both have well-paying jobs. Why would you intentionally go after a young lady who's struggling, if not just for the sole purpose of taking advantage of them? And it really is a terrible situation. If I was the original poster in this situation, I would get this kid in a car, go help them get an identification, and help them set up a bank account.
account. The original poster goes on to say that the biggest reason why this girl has not gotten an ID yet is because her anxiety is so hard when it comes to even leaving the house. And honestly, she just needs to get her in the car and get her over to the DMV. Get this going as soon as possible. There's no point in her getting all this money only for it to be taken out of her pocket. And I think the original poster has it right. If anything, this young lady can use this person's bank account to hopefully get the money into her pocket. It's not fair for her to lose everything. And it's not fair to have a mom who's blatantly stealing from their child. Because honestly, they deserve so much better, especially considering all that they're going through right now. This next one came from the Am I the Jerk podcast subreddit. Check the links in the description if you'd like to submit your own story. Am I the jerk for kicking my mother-in-law out of the house? Before I tell my story, here's some context. I am a 27-year-old male, and my wife has known me since high school, and my wife's mother knew me as well. She was always polite to me, and I thought she was a pretty good person. But when she found out that me and her daughter were dating, her personality completely changed. My wife started telling me that her mom was trying to convince her to break up with me. At one point, she even yelled at me for not cleaning her house. But eventually, we moved out of her house and bought a small house out of state. A few years later, my wife and I have two children, and she was pregnant with another baby. And at the time, we were living quite happily. Then, it turned out that my mother-in-law had breast cancer. She was begging for me and my wife to let her move in. Eventually, and reluctantly, I agreed. When she first moved in, she was pretty respectful towards me and the kids. But then, after a while, she started getting a bit too comfortable. She started taking our food from the refrigerator and using up our plates and denying to wash them. But I understood and assumed that she was most likely suffering and couldn't wash dishes and needed the food. But things turned bad very quickly when one day my wife and I were trying to talk about some personal stuff in private. I wanted to hide from my own family and kids that my wife was pregnant with another baby, but she unfortunately had a miscarriage. I was planning on telling everybody, but we were honestly devastated. What we didn't know when we were having this conversation was that our mother-in-law overheard the entire conversation and told our kids without our permission. And at the time, I didn't know that. Fast forward to when I went to a family dinner and my mother-in-law insisted on coming. When she came along, she yelled out that my wife had a miscarriage in front of everybody. And we were absolutely shocked. She said that the miscarriage was my fault, stating that I refused to take care of my wife. She went on and on. So I stood up for my seat and breathed loudly and started to yell at her. I yelled about how tired I was of her and how she is now kicked out of my house. My wife, unfortunately, is not having the same reaction. Instead of taking my side, she ended up yelling at me, screaming at me that I should respect her mother more. And now she is insisting on getting a divorce. We argued this in front of everyone. And because of all this, I have now left my wife and am now living with a friend. So am I the jerk for kicking my mother-in-law out of my house? I definitely feel like this could have been handled in a much better way. Like this is not the time or place to announce, hey, I'm kicking you out of my house and you can't live here. Especially without talking to your wife first. That's honestly the first person you should have talked to before you announce to the entire family that yeah, you're getting kicked out of our house. Definitely not the best time to do this. And sure, she should not have talked about the miscarriage that your wife had because it's none of her business. And no, I don't think this miscarriage is your fault. But letting this all go down right at dinner with everybody around was just a really bad idea in my opinion. I can't imagine how I would react if I saw that and I was at dinner with an entire family. Like, that would be pretty jarring. Not only to have this lady announce someone else's miscarriage, but also then to hear, oh, hey, you're not living in our house anymore. Like, that would have been a lot 
lot all at once. So hopefully the situation involving you and your wife especially works out because both of you are already going through a hard time as it is. And the last thing you need is for something like this to tear both of you apart. I absolutely hate my brother and I'm not sure what to do anymore. My whole life I've been told to leave a proud path for him to follow. My brother's one year younger than me and I realize now that it's all been for naught. He's always been terrible. Fought with my parents over ridiculous stuff. He always wanted the newest and most expensive pair of shoes or clothes and they would sometimes wait for hours just to get them. And yet, when I ask them to pay for a fee so I can go on my trip to Australia with my school, they decline. Meanwhile, he dropped out of school something that my parents made seem unforgivable, yet they still house, feed, and put up with him to this day. I am a senior in college now and all he's done the last four years is sit at home. Yet, I'm the one who gets assigned chores when I come back from school. He doesn't take out the trash, bring in groceries. He doesn't wash any of the dishes. He uses everything and does nothing but smoke and eat everything in the house. This past summer, I had an internship with Amazon and I made quite a bit of money in preparation for the fall semester. I sent my parents some of the money since even though we don't struggle much, I know it helps. Even after me sending this money, they had the nerve to ask why I didn't send my brother anything. Again, I'm 22 and he's 21. He is fully able-bodied and sound of mind. Why would I send him anything? The funny part is is that they constantly hound me about looking for a job before I've even gotten my degree, but never seem to mention it to him whatsoever. It hurts because I love them, but as soon as I can, I'm never coming back to that house. It angers me so much to have done the right thing for my brother, thinking I made things easy. Teachers would always say how great I was and how they were so sure my brother would be the same. The second we were in the same school, he messed it up. He spent time with the wrong group, and as you can imagine, he always got in trouble and never did anything our parents asked of him. Everyone at school always talked about how different he was and asked me why, as if I knew at that age. Even today, I still don't know what's wrong with him. I'm honestly just sick of it. I'm sick of being the good child, but treated like trash. And at this point, I'm so done with my family. If I got treated the way you got treated growing up, and if I had to deal with that level of favoritism, I also would be probably super upset. Because this is just not fair. Your brother sat around for four years and did nothing, all while you went to work and did the best you could to get where you're at in college. The imbalance here and the absolute favoritism that you're clearly seeing and dealing with is just atrocious, and there's no excuse for it. Like, your brother easily could have worked and built some kind of career, but from the sounds of it, all he does is lay around and eat food, which is not fair for anybody involved. And no, you don't necessarily need college to be successful, but something, anything to push him forward in the right direction to having some kind of independence would have been good. So I think your plan of moving on and moving away from these people is fantastic. Because you should not have to deal with this kind of garbage on a daily basis. I think your plan of making an exit and moving on with your life is probably for the best. This way you can escape your parents' obvious obsession with the golden child of the family, also known as your brother, even though that's not the truth, and will allow you to flourish in your own way. So best of luck with that, and hopefully one day your parents will realize how good of a kid you turned out to be, and that your brother is nothing more than a leech. My boyfriend and I have been having really bad arguments, where he thinks he's telling me his side of the story, when in reality I feel like he's invalidating me, and I honestly don't know what to do. I don't know if I'm in the wrong here, but I could really use some advice. We've been together for going on five years now, and still we haven't seemed to 
even managed to figure each other out yet. When I feel bad about something, I'm frequently scared to bring it up because of how he will respond. He usually gets really defensive and he'll start to tell me his side of the story, which I interpret as not listening to or caring about how I feel. We just had a big fight because he's been acting physically distant the last few days and I've been feeling anxious about it and sad but trying not to show it. I'm not having a great day so far and he saw I was on the verge of tears and asked what was wrong. I immediately felt really anxious because these things never go well but I told him that I've been feeling he's been unenthusiastic with me the last few days and not really responding to my bids for affection. His response was to tell me that I'm wrong as well as to list off the reasons why I'm wrong. He would then start listing all the reasons why I'm wrong, belittling me in the process. I immediately started feeling really upset because this is the response I anticipated from him, and I got way angrier than I should have. This escalated to us yelling at each other, with him saying that he's done nothing wrong. He said that he was just telling me his side of the story, and that he was fine and that he didn't do anything wrong. I told him that I felt like when I told him something that was bothering me, his response was to tell me all the reasons why I'm wrong. We cannot see eye to eye on this, and I feel like it's really damaging my ability to commit to a long-term relationship with him. What should I do? Based on what you've described, your boyfriend is super defensive. It's like his first instinct whenever he's blamed for something, or whenever somebody like challenges him on something, or somehow questions what he has or hasn't done. It seems like he just jumps down someone's throat before they could get to him first. It kind of leads me to believe that this is some kind of defense mechanism for him, and he's just been using it his entire life, which is just not a good excuse in my opinion. And from the sounds of it, yeah, it does seem like your boyfriend's just invalidating everything you say. Also, he can be not wrong. So it seems like he would rather be right than to be kind, which is just really disrespectful and prideful. I think if you want to try and make this relationship work, some healthy communication would really go a long way. Especially from him, this is just unacceptable. Because blaming the other person for things that you have done is just really toxic and doesn't get anybody anywhere. So best of luck to you in figuring this one out, because from the sounds of it, he's going to do this a lot, and the only person to blame for this is going to be him. My boyfriend's crazy ex-girlfriends have reached out to me and given me a warning that has now made me second-guess my relationship, and I don't know what to do. I have been in a relatively happy relationship for just about the last four months, all with a guy who has ticked off all the boxes. He wants marriage and a family, as well as to travel, which are all things I want to do down the road as well. He's gotten along great with my friends and my family, and I absolutely adore his family and his friends. I will say that things are progressing a little quickly, but we're also both in our 30s and sick of playing games. This man has not given me any reason not to trust him. We've been open with each other about a ton of topics, including past hookups and exes. After having a run-in with one of his crazy ex-girlfriends, which happened a few weeks ago, he explained that their relationship ultimately ended because he had cheated on her with the woman he dated before her. And while they tried to work it out, the trust was never able to return. It's been something on my mind for sure, but people change and people make mistakes. And our relationship is not the relationship he had with his ex-girlfriend. So I've put it in the back of my mind. I say crazy ex-girlfriend because the way this woman reacted to him being at the same bar as her was over the top. And also, the way she has interacted with my boyfriend's family and friends ever since their breakup is also over the top. Overall, a very dramatic person. Yesterday, I received a group message from both of my boyfriend's ex-girlfriends, the one he cheated on and the one he cheated with. Their goal was to get into my head and they have thoroughly succeeded. His most recent ex-girlfriend claims they were still sleeping
sleeping together when he and I first started seeing one another. They both outed his psychological issues and have labeled him a narcissist and then some. They claim this to be a warning to me so that I do not let him break me the way he broke them. The message was a novel and read basically as ex-girlfriends who were partly trying to warn me, but I truly don't know what to believe at this point. Some of the things that they talked about do have some truth to them, but others are things I have not experienced. I want to continue to trust my boyfriend, and I want to not read into anything these women have sent me, but my mind is completely messed up right now because of that. I don't know what to do or what to think. I wish this is something I had never read, and it all just feels kind of like a sick joke. I've now gone from happy in my relationship to second-guessing everything. I obviously want to believe my boyfriend in our relationship, but everything is murky now, and I have no idea how to proceed. What should I do? This is a tricky situation. I don't know very often of two ex-girlfriends meeting together to try and give a warning to someone against the guy they're dating. So I can completely understand where you're feeling a little hesitant about your relationship. On one hand, it might be just the case of sour grapes, where these women are just upset about the way they were cheated on as well as cheated with, and they have some kind of vendetta against this man, and so they're making up all these crazy things about him just to make him seem like some kind of sociopath. On the other hand, maybe there is a shred of truth in here. Maybe his ex-girlfriends really are trying to reach out to you to try and warn you of how bad this guy is. You said it yourself. His ex-girlfriend had a crazy reaction when she saw him at the same bar as her. I can't imagine that would come out of nowhere unless there was some kind of real reason. So in my opinion, I think you really should examine your relationship. Really look at this objectively and say, hey, is this leading down a bad path? Because there's a chance you might look at his crazy ex-girlfriends as just that, just ex-girlfriends. And maybe they're the sane ones in this situation. But whatever you try and do, I hope you stay safe and I hope this works out for you. My entitled father asks my therapist for confidential information and I honestly could not be more upset. This happened a few years ago when I was 24, so fully an adult, and I was still on my father's health insurance. After college, I had a hard time finding a job and got extremely depressed due to losing the structure of school and hitting a quarter-life crisis with no concrete plans for the future. Long story short, things got very dark, so I decided to start therapy. The only way I could afford it was through insurance, which I luckily had access to because I hadn't yet aged out of my dad's coverage. He seemed to be supportive about the whole thing. He helped me find a therapist who took the insurance, handled the logistics of paperwork with the insurance plan, and even drove me to the first appointment and covered the copay. He even confided that he himself suffered from chronic depression and had been on antidepressants for a year, which I had no idea about. It continued this way for a few weeks. Things were going smoothly. I got on medication and my mental health began to improve. He did occasionally ask about how I was doing, but seemed content with my answers. I would explain to him that I did like my therapist, I did think this was helping, and I honestly was starting to feel better. And with that in mind, he didn't really ask for more details. I was extremely grateful for both his help and his attitude. Then one day, at a session with my therapist, they told me that my dad emailed her asking for a progress update on how I was doing. He wanted the details I wasn't giving him. My therapist assured me that she would be keeping everything about my treatment confidential as required by law, but she wanted me to know that he had asked. The next time I saw him, I confronted him about it. I told him he could have just asked me how things were going instead of going behind my back to my therapist and requesting she break confidentiality laws. He got flustered and tried to say that he was just worried about me and was trying to make sure that I was really alright and that he thought my therapy going through his insurance 
warrants meant he could see the details of what he was paying for. I very firmly explained that that wasn't the case and that he crossed a serious line, not even getting into the fact that he had seen me struggling but hadn't disclosed the family history of depression until I hit rock bottom and begged for help. Apparently, he was entitled to his medical privacy, but I wasn't entitled to the same. To his credit, he apologized and, as far as I know, didn't try again, but he stuck to the same attitude saying, I did it because I care about you. To this day, I don't think he really understands what he did wrong and only backed off because I kicked up such a fuss about it. That is really not okay what your dad did. Confidentiality, especially when it comes to therapy, is so crucial because if nothing's private that you talk about with your therapist, how on earth can anything get done? In therapy, you're super exposed and you're talking about things that you would not normally talk about. And sometimes you talk about things that are taboo and very exposing. And the last thing you want is anybody to know about that. So I completely understand why you were so upset about your dad stepping in and trying to know your information. It should have been enough that you said, hey, I'm feeling fine and this is honestly helping. Aside from that, you don't have to tell him anything. I will say that it is really good that your dad apologized and at least recognized that, hey, I stepped over the line. I think in the end, he actually does care about you and wasn't trying to pry into your information out of malicious intent. It seems like for the most part, he really did just want to make sure you were okay. And I think if anything, that's a silver lining you can hang on to. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.